This is Roof English Radio with Darinata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. Hello, this is Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company today. I am in the Geithinger Brewery in the heart of Kopavoya. And I'm with Arne Hafsted, who is, as you describe yourself, the brains behind the, the brewery, Arne. Didn't used to be here, though, did it? No. The brewery started up north in Skagafjörður, where I originally come from. I, um, I had a, a dairy farm. I was a dairy farmer for 30 years, and and uh, I believe tw- 14, 13 years ago, I uh, founded and, and uh, opened this brewery uh, at the farm. I had a, a building that uh, had no purpose in life anymore, so I helped it out there, and we, uh, and we uh, well, I, well, we, my ex-wife and me, we opened up a brewery. Um, and, uh, but, uh, we got divorced, so <laughs> I moved the brewery to Reykjavik, uh, to Kopobor in 2018 uh, and have been here and extended it a bit since then and we are still mm. going strong. And you moved some of the machinery as well. We're looking at these giant, well, they look like vats to me, big silver vats of various sizes with pipes running into them and out of them. And some of this equipment came, not all of it, but some of it came from up north. Yeah, uh, many of the fermenters came from up north. That was the word I was looking for, Yeah, fermenters, fermenters, yeah. (laughs) Because uh, the fermenting is happening inside those uh, uh, vessels. And um, so main, uh, most of the fermenters came from the north. I added on maybe one third here uh, later on. And the a brew house, uh, it is where you make uh, the beer, This uh, where the brewer is operating uh, in a brewing day, uh, like when you make a cake. Uh, that's called the brew house. It's also f- uh, since 2018. So I doubled up the size from what I had in the north. I was uh, run, uh, using 10 hectoliter brew house in the north, but now it is 20. Okay, so it's about 11 o'clock in the morning as we're having the conversation, but the machinery is on. You've got workers running around doing various things. I can hear pipes and, and all sorts of machines making hissing noises. and. This brewing happening right now? No. Now uh, they didn't know that I would come here today, so they were having a, <laughs> a day off. No, they didn't. Now they are, uh, it's, uh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're making some noise. Probably some packaging of kegs, and I know they are driving out for um, uh, some bars. At least uh, I have a bar myself downtown, which is called Microbar. Yes. Um, and I know that they are uh, delivering to, to that one today. So, yeah, so they are doing something like that. Maybe some paperwork, but... But, but no uh, actual brewing. So when does the brewing happen? It is a full day operation. If you brew, it takes you um, approximately eight hours in this brew house. And you brew, you brew uh, 20 hectoliter, 2000, maximum 2,400 liter at a time. And uh, it takes, as I said, uh, about eight hours. So they will have to begin in the morning, and I can say they have not started, so that's definitely not going to happen today. But 
But uh, tomorrow, I think they are going to make uh, first of the Easter beer we are mm. uh, brewing for this uh, upcoming Easter, um, which is a chocolate stout, which is called Nam Nam. Uh, actually, chocolate milk stout called Nam Nam. And um, uh, they are brewing that one tomorrow. And we have, talking about Easter, we have three Easter beers this year. Okay, so it's not just one beer that you brew here. You might have done some for Christmas as well, I guess? I had uh, three Christmas beers. In uh, total, I have usually um, about 20, 25 different beers um, okay. going on. Uh, for uh, multiple reasons, there are so many. Uh, one of them is that I have 14 taps uh, in this microbar of mine, and uh, you want to have some variety, so you don't want to run with the same beers uh, all the time. Mm -hmm. um, in COVID, we changed from closed bars to open Winbuden, so we added on a lot of cans. Mm -hmm. Uh, different types to get uh, shelf uh, space mm -hmm. and to try to survive and uh, well we are still here. Still here. Well we should say as well that if you come into where we are at the brewery there are some tables here there's a bar as well where you can be served and you can enjoy some of what's being brewed here and you can also look through a big window into where we are standing just now so people get a chance to see how what they're drinking is being made. Yeah usually they don't see much happening because we most of the time open maybe around four. All right, but they see they see where it's made. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and sometimes I mean this is a sports bar, so sometimes there is a game, there is a match uh, earlier in mm -hmm. the day, and then you probably see something going on in the brewery. Can we take a quick walk around yeah. then through these machines, through these fermenters? which are pretty big. This one here goes all the way up to the ceiling, and there are more, many more, round here. A different beer in each of these? Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I believe that we have oh, two, four, five, seven, eight, nine, twelve, thirteen fermenters. So mm. when they are full, then it is thirteen different beers. And uh, I think we have only two empty at the moment. Uh, one of them will be filled up with this num num tomorrow. Mm. So usually they are, we are trying to use them all the time because it's not making sense to having them standing empty. What gives the beers their different flavors, their different characteristics? Uh, the ingredients. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. Uh, but uh, of course also how you, how you use the ingredients. But I have a few times uh, had some... Uh, like a beer school or something like that with a group of people and and uh, you can approach that m matter in many ways but but how I like it most is uh, to talk about what makes uh, the beer what it is mm. so then I go through the brewing process and uh, and then I uh, emphasize where if you are for instance talking about an IPA then um, usually the most important ingredient is the hops. It makes the bitterness, if it is a bitter IPA, and it also makes, uh, gives it uh, uh, the fruitiness, fruitiness or, or flora uh, uh, aroma. Mm. Um, on the other hand, if we go through a wheat beer, uh, people would think that it would be the wheat that makes the 
uh, plays the biggest part, but actually it is the yeast okay. in that uh, sense. Uh, the wheat, of course, as well, but the yeast is a very big player there. Uh, in a lager, then you actually, I would say it's the queen of the beers. Uh, it's usually not as highly appreciated as the king of the beers, but uh, it is uh, most difficult to make because it is kind of a naked beer. You cannot uh, hide your um, mistakes if you do mistakes in brewing. By nature, the micro breweries, they, in the, especially in the early days, they did, did everything but uh, lagers. Yes. And, uh, and it was all kind of uh, uh, wipe that lager was, now. Nah, that is just this, the piss of the beers and so on. And, but in reality, it is the most delicate one. It mm. is hardest to make. It also makes, it takes longer time. It should be the, almost one of the most expensive beers, but usually it is the cheapest one, mm -hmm. probably because of competition and, and uh, how much. I mean, this is what most of people drink. It's a lager. Craft beer has become really popular in recent years in many places, with people spending a bit more time appreciating what they're drinking and maybe not drinking it quite so quickly, not with the intention of getting as drunk as possible. Do you find that here, that there's a, an appreciation of the different beers that you make and the way that they're made? Yes, it is. Um, but it is different from, uh, from the early days of uh, the um, microbrewery wave. Um, Actually, uh, I opened Microbrew, Microbar, my bar, was the first proper craft bar in Iceland and uh, founded in 2012. And uh, back then it was very popular and uh, um, it got overcrowded, it was a tiny bar. And uh, I, for some reason, I was uh, alone for, uh, I think, more than two years yeah. with uh, uh, um, a craft beer bar. Um, back then, it was really uh, um, uh, people really uh, were waiting for something new uh, on the scene. Since then, it has it has gone got overwhelming with um, numbers of beers. Uh, there are many breweries, and they are doing many beers and. And now it is not uh, any news if you bring on a new beer. Yes. However, the demand for new beer all the time, that you're not having the same beer a uh, few months in a row, you want a new beer all the time, that is still going on. Yes, as you said, you've got the Easter beers in production at the moment and they'll, they'll be available very soon. Um, well, we will have to wait a bit because tomorrow is the launch of Forra, Beer. Yes. That is also a season <laughs> where we uh, eat damaged food. Well, I would say damaged food is better than ruined. And um, I really like the food from this uh, season. Yeah. But you don't flavor the beer with a singed sheep's head or ram's testicles, do you? No, somebody else did that. So <laughs> that would be, no, not so original mm. to do. No, no, but we try to make it fit, though, to the image, at least, of the, this season. And uh, I only have one uh, Thorrabjör this time, it's called Thormodur, and this is a, a, a brown ale um, aged on, uh, on oak barrel. Actually, 
They're not on a barrel, but the barrel is chopped down and put into the fermenter. So it's okay. the, the barrel in the beer, not the beer in the barrel. Okay, so there's actually some of that wood yes, in and, the drink. Yes, and bourbon. It's from bourbon yeah. barrels, and you will, you will sense it when you drink it. And that fits yeah. also nicely to most of this uh, food that you have in the season of the year. Okay. Now here at the brewery it's possible to come for a visit I think, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, we make tours uh, on, uh, not scheduled, but on, on um, uh, what's it called, uh, people can make an appointment mm. yeah. uh, with groups. Um, don't have to be many, uh, four or five is the minimum and uh, it takes approximately an hour yeah. where you get the chance of um, tasting the beers and get into an even better mood than you were when yes. you came here. Yes. Well, I've actually not been drinking alcohol for about three years, yeah. so I'm not able to sample any of what's... I mean, the water from the jug was very nice. Do you do non-alcoholic beers, actually? Uh, no. no. Uh, only by mistake, then. <laughs> I forget to put in the yeast. No, we don't do yet. Yeah. That might be. We are doing, for instance, a, a light lager, which is a low-carb uh, lager. Um, yes, and that's uh, very possible that we will at some point do mm. the non-alcoholic beer. Um, uh, but talking about the good water, it's also uh, the it's main ingredients. <laughs> so. Well, yes, and you've got plenty of, of that here, of course. And, yeah. and just quickly, we've spoken before on Roof English Radio about some of the things that didn't used to be possible in Iceland until quite recently. Famously, drinking beer or selling beer until 1989 mm -hmm. was not possible. You could buy very low-strength beers, I suppose. But it's interesting, isn't it, that there is such a lot of craft beer being made in a country where you couldn't sell beer at all until, what, 35 years ago? Yeah, it is, if you think it that way, but it also had its uh, advantages because, for instance, compared to uh, the scene in Germany, which is, uh, of course, a um, very old traditional uh, beer scene, they also had their rules to follow. We mm. didn't have any. We were just the barbaric of the north, and we could do whatever we wanted to. And talking about those uh, smoked uh, whale testicles in a beer, mm. I always wondered how they could come into the bottle. But <laughs> but this is also when you see a ship in a ship in yeah. a bottle. That's what I was thinking. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, but. Um, uh, I'm not sure they made the same uh, method, though. No, no. Uh, but yeah, we had pri pretty free hands, and uh, and it was very powerful when we the scene when we started, and uh, all the the beer and the brewers and the brewery society is very, it's a very nice uh, society. We all know each other. Everybody is friends, and we drink together, and we share our, our knowledge and mistakes and stuff like that. So. It's, it's a, it's a um, nice business to be in. Yes. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to show me some of it today. We'll put a link up to your website on the page that accompanies this show from the Roof English Radio. Arnie, thanks very much for your time today. Thank you very much. It's Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. You can get in touch with us anytime by email. We are english at ruv.is. There is more from Roof English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Roof English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. <laughs>